Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of a double AK podcast. And today we're going to be talking about something that we all know, but we're familiar with, but want to get a better insight into. That's the ASU strikes and what is happening right now in Nigeria. So kudos to you for sticking with the podcast for so long. Thank you. We're already going on 35 episodes. This should be 34th episode so far. A long journey, a lot more ahead. We just crossed the 400 downloads mark. As you might know, the 1000 download mark is the golden standard for basically it's like when a, a company, a startup company exceeds one year of existence. It's something like that. It's a milestone. So we're just shy of half of that. We're at 400 and we want to grow this on and on and on and on. So stick around to the end. There's going to be some call to actions and hope you are ready for what is about to come. Okay, so today's episode was written by Okochuku Chiemeke. She is a phenomenal writer, upcoming writer in Nigeria. And we're partnering on this particular episode and hopefully many more to come. So... Let's get into it. So recently, I've been doing a lot of writing, songwriting precisely. And in that same line, I've also been thinking of making some song covers, you know, by basically adding my own lyrics to songs and maybe tweaking them a bit. A couple of songs ran through my mind, but I decided to explore, you know, try out a new artist. I came across a female and I started out with her work. I have a very peculiar taste in music, but the artist's journal was one heck of a peculiar journal to me. I admit it was new. Very new to me. You want to know her name? Stick around to the very end of the episode. To listen to her music, I had to be very calm, which in these past few days was nearly impossible for me. A serene environment was what I needed, being calm and patient. Patience was necessary and here, and I thought that I had already had that. Speaking of patience, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, go right ahead. I mean, right now, I'm patiently waiting. Yeah, okay. Smile. I hope you're smiling. Smile. Okay, good. So, let's keep going. Doing all this listening got me thinking about another situation, my academics. So, there's a union in Nigeria called the Academic Staff Union of Nigerian Universities, ASSO, the most famous union in Nigeria, right? Because they're always on strike. And it's basically a trade union that seeks the welfare interests of its members. Only universities under the federal government are under this union, which is called ASSO. Now, surely such a union will have demands from the government from time to time? Well, when the government does not really give the desired answers to their demands, the union shows your persistence by going on strikes. As we know, strike actions are always unpleasant, especially for the third party in the conflict, which turns out to be the students. Students are really the victims here. So you might be asking... Okay, 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 I get it. But how does all this relate to the current ASU strike? Well, I'm glad you asked. (laughs) The federal government, which pays academic staff of universities, is using a payment system called the Integrated Payroll and Personal Information System. Stop right there. Let me catch you if you're actually listening. What did I just say? What was the name of the system? Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, you you did okay. So the Integrated Payroll and Personal Information System. This system has proved to be appealing for the academic staff. Not. 
is actually very unappealing to them. They don't like it at all. They prefer a homegrown platform called the University Transparency Account system that is a much better route for their payments to go through. But the government isn't budging. Here lies our problem. You see, power is fickle. Whoever has it fights to keep it while the other party tries hard to get it from them. The government payment system will allow it to monitor closely the cash that goes through it. However, the plan does not recognize negotiated agreements like allowances, research journals, amongst other things. Some of these lecturers lose close to 50 to 70% of their salaries, which of course leads to one big bowl of unhappiness, right? The members of a union are being paid through a system that was originally meant for civil servants, that is, individuals who work for the government ministries. So what these teachers are asking for isn't out of place. Give them the shoe that fits. It's only fair that they get what they are demanding for, right? I mean, they're the bedrock of a tertiary education system in Nigeria. They drive the resilience, the persistence. So, exactly, their persistence totally freaks the government out. And thus, they clamp down any policies or ideas that seem to be out of the mold. People have been starved of their rights for so long. <laughs> Hell hath no fury. Now that being said, now that being said, tonality is very important here. Now. That being said, you must be wondering how we, the students, react to this. Well, the strike actions are like rainfalls in July, very frequent. Mm. So the element of surprise has been weakened as time goes by. Just a few weeks, the strike began. The pandemic hit us. The COVID-19 pandemic. Vision 2020 just went south. Without the strike action, students would still have been home. It kicks even harder now because most work activities have resumed, including private and state universities, all except, yep, you guessed it, the institutions that are under ASU. So you can imagine how we in federal government universities feel. Well, at the beginning, students tried to help each other by doing some learning online, but that just didn't cut it. It wasn't the same as physical learning. Imagine listening to music with earphones and just listening to it out loud from your mobile phone speakers two different experiences with earphones you get to hear the beats you couldn't you won't really clearly understand those beats from just the phone speaker right that's the way physical interaction between lecturers and students is it can't be overemphasized now i know what you're thinking well we do it a lot in america if you're in america right now and you do online classes well i mean first of all it's not the same as in person and second of all you have the facilities and infrastructure designed to handle the system. That just doesn't cut it so far in Nigeria. In finding ways to forget the lost time, young people try to be creative and use their talents. In these pandemic, okay, I coined these words, in these pandemically strikotic times, <laughs> you'll be amazed at the things we do outside of school. Okay, so this is a midway plug right now. So do not forget, please... Review this podcast on iTunes, rate it, leave a five-star glowing review. Why that's important for us is that the more reviews we get, the more visible this podcast becomes for other people, and it can actually help them find this podcast and help this podcast to grow more, more steadily over time. Okay, so please don't forget to review this podcast. Let's go back into it. So... Social media has proven to be a quick means of interaction for businesses and for cordial purposes. In light of all this, we hope that ASU issues get resolved quickly and we're called back 
to abode of learning. The government has a long way to go in getting to understanding how ASTO thinks. In a meeting held three weeks ago, there was this integrity test that was to be conducted to determine if a transparency system that the union presented would be effective. Basically, they was trying to figure out if these guys weren't bullshitting them. Although it's gone, it's gone through yet, it hasn't gone through yet, I hope it's done in due time. Watching from the sidelines, I hope further meetings between the two parties will yield better results. But I'm done with being on the sidelines. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to knock out a few more classes and get on that graduation stage, do my dance, and move on. With hopefully no more strikes in my way. Well, that's a wrap. Just like a charm. Okay, I didn't say that right. Let me say it again. Well, that's a wrap. <laughs> What am I doing? Just like a sharma. And thank you for listening to the podcast. Remember to leave a comment, a thumbs up if you enjoyed it and enjoy the rest of the day. So, okay. So call to action at the end of the episode. So if you were wondering the name of this artist that was mentioned by Okochiko Chiremeki in this episode, well, I'm going to put her info in the descriptions below. So you can go check it out yourself to see if it admits your criteria for interesting music. And her name is Jenny Aiko. It's an interesting name. I might, I might be butchering the pronunciation. But to those who are at home, stuck with Asso Strike, I feel your pain. Hold on there. Hold tight and be creative. Try new things. For those of you who are in countries where you are working online classes, or you're just working your job, keep on pushing. Keep on pulling forward. And yeah, stay blessed. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Average African Kid Podcast. It's time to go home. <laughs>